Jets Audio Network. This is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by Ascension Via Christi, Big Corner Creative, Donlinger Construction, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Eck Agency, Keystone Solid Surfaces, Mel Hambledon Ford, and by Pepsi. Welcome into the JetCast today here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. I'm your host, Jackson Schneider. As always, as uh, we are back for yet another edition of the JetCast, and this week we've got plenty to get into. Episode 113 in our series, fifth year of the show, and let's, let's get this thing started because I don't want to waste any time. We'll begin with a look at our athletic calendar as per usual, and that begins with men's and women's basketball, both on the road in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, as we speak. This, of course, show being released here on Thursday night. The Jets on the road taking on Northeastern State, the Riverhawks, in a pair of matchups in the MIAA as the Jets go on the road all weekend down to the state of Oklahoma again down in Tahlequah tonight here on February the 22nd they'll follow that up with two road games at Rogers State in Claremore Oklahoma with those games beginning at 1 30 and 3 30 p.m. down in Claremore uh, but that's your Jets basketball for this weekend beginning Friday the Baseball and softball teams will both be in action. Baseball opening up their home opener series against the very same Rogers State Hillcats with games on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Coverage of the game on Friday begins at 2 o'clock. The game on Saturday also is at 2 o'clock. And then the the Sunday contest, that will start at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Now, softball, they'll be on the road, but just a short ways down the road, heading to Topeka to compete in the Washburn Tournament. Games on Friday at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., taking on Minnesota State Mankato and then Maryville University on Friday afternoon. They'll follow that up with softball action against Winona State at 10 a.m. on Saturday as well. And um, they'll continue action into Sunday with a pair of games against the University of Sioux Falls at noon and then Wayne State College at 4 p.m. on Sunday. So a busy, busy weekend in Jets athletics. Also worth noting that next week, Jet Baseball will be back at home for their midweek contest on Tuesday the 27th, hosting Southeastern Oklahoma State, a team that Jets have already seen once this year on the road. Will they get a crack at them back at home at McCarthy Field against Southeastern Oklahoma State Tuesday afternoon at 2 o'clock, and we'll have coverage of that one on the MIAA network as well. Then 
on Wednesday, the 28th, the Jets will host McPherson College in a pair of matchups in a midweek doubleheader. Games at 2 and 4 p.m. here in Wichita. And then a week from today on February 29th, the men's and women's tennis teams will be playing host to Kansas Wesleyan at 2 o'clock. And then men's and women's basketball will be celebrating their final home games of the season, hosting Missouri Western at 5.30 and 7.30. Women, of course, will go first. The men will follow. We'll also be celebrating homecoming for those games on the basketball court Thursday night of next week as well. So that's a look at the next week in Jets Athletics. That'll coincidentally take us through the month of February and into the month of March as we flip the calendar a week from today. But that's a look at the Jets Athletics calendar for this week. Now it's time for you to get to hear from some of the voices you want to hear from most. First off, we'll talk some basketball with head women's basketball coach Amy Briggs as her and the Jets will hit the hardwood tonight down in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, taking on the Northeastern State Riverhawks. After that, We'll visit with head baseball coach Drew Mouse to preview their home opener series against the Rogers State Hillcats. And following that, we'll also get to talk with Jets baseball student athlete Jason Schneider, take a look at what his year has been like this season so far, what his journey through baseball has been, and just get get to know him a little bit better overall as well. So that's all coming up next here on episode 113 of the JetCast. We'll be back right after this with plenty more here on our Newman Jets audio network. From the moment you walk through the doors at Ascension Via Christi, you'll hear the sounds of hope, health, and strength. Because Ascension Via Christi is more than just hospitals, ERs, and clinics. Ascension Via Christi teams start by understanding you, your health, and your life to deliver the care that's right for you. Connected to a national network of care and the expertise of a wide range of doctors and specialists. Ascension Via Christi in Wichita. Listening to you, caring for you. Find a doctor online at healthcare.ascension.org. Welcome back to the JetCast here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Jackson Schneider, pleased to be joined over the phone now by Newman women's basketball head coach Amy Briggs. Coach joining us live from Tahlequah, Oklahoma, as the Jets get ready tonight for a road matchup with Northeastern State. Coach, how's everything going? You getting relaxed and rested up for a big night tonight? Yep, we are relaxing. We're in our hotel. We had to shoot around this morning. Um, so just kind of taking it easy, getting kind of getting ready, resting for the game tonight. Now, big opportunity for your group tonight to get a second crack at Northeastern State. When we saw them the first time in Fugate back in mid-January, it was a tight one, went pretty much to the wire, but they get you by just six points in that one. What has the approach been this week in getting ready for this second matchup, knowing that you are a better team now than you were back then, as well as Northeastern State being better and, and maybe a little bit different than that first matchup as well? Yeah, we went over a lot of stuff this week to just kind of prepare and, you know, see where our openings were going to be offensively and kind of thinking about how they're going to guard us and what we need to do to be able to counter that. So just kind of working on ourselves within our offense and and finding those openings and then just kind of preparing defensively for their personnel and their players. And the second time that we've been able to play teams has been a lot better defensively. Our our players have a better understanding too. You know, that second time you get to play a player, you kind of know even more 
how to guard them um, because you already had that experience once already. So uh, just preparing, and we're just excited just to be able to, to play them the second time. Now you guys are, are have a little bit more time under your feet after having to kind of adjust with a couple of injuries that have hit your your team and your lineup of late with Danny Williams and Carly Carlson each going down with separate knee injuries. So how has the group adjusted? How has practice benefited your team in, in the time since as you've, you've tried to maybe tweak things slightly and get this group more comfortable without two of those key freshmen on the floor? Yeah, it's been nice to have uh, some good practice time to be able to do that and, you know, make sure people know some different spots and rearrange different places. But credit to our players, the ones that are, you know, playing um, of really stepping up into kind of some different roles um, and adjusting with that. And then, you know, everybody at practice just continuing to push each other, you know, whether they play or don't, um, continuing to do that in practice definitely definitely helps us um, in the long run. Now, also, I'm sure having such a, a key group of seniors, it's just two seniors, Carissa Beck and Amaya Josie, I'm sure they've been through tough situations like this where injuries maybe change how the team has to play or changes the team's identity slightly. Have they helped to kind of right the ship a little bit and how this younger group of yours handles the changes that they've been faced with over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, um, they've been really good just uh, adjusting here or there. I mean, Amaya Josie's had to do a lot more ball handling, and she's done a great job of just kind of they're in the point at wherever whatever the team needs them, they're going to do it to the best of their ability and um, continue to bring their teammates along with them. And, um, you know, we're obviously playing for them and um, continuing to, you know, play as hard as we can every night for the people that can't play as well. So, it's been really good just to have them to be able to continue to um, fight each game. And when you see your seniors fighting each game, you know, it makes you want to uh, fight and continue to play hard as well. Now, with this group, I mean, not a lot of time left in the regular season, but it is valuable opportunities. You have, including tonight at Northeastern State, four games left this season, and a lot of those will come on the road with three out of the four playing, you know, away from home and in the state of Oklahoma, as a matter of fact. How do you coach this young team of yours to build over this last two weeks of the regular season and to maybe take some strides forward as you then start to turn the page to next season? Yeah, I mean, we're at the point now we've had a lot of uh, different games, games where we've been kind of down and we kind of made a comeback, games where we played well uh, until halftime and then slipped up, you know, third or fourth quarter or late in the fourth quarter. So it's really a combination of everything, everything we've experienced, and we kind of see it kind of as a a four-game tournament um, in our own sense of, you know, we want to come out here um, and try to get as many wins as we we can to kind of end the season and kind of, you know, trend upward and have a good start and a good feeling kind of going into our postseason. So um, we're pretty locked into making sure we continue to compete and do what we need to do. And, you know, all these teams, we're playing them a second time as well. So, like I said, we kind of have a good familiarity with um, all of them. And so we're just kind of looking forward to kind of what we can do and what can be next. Uh, for this group and then individually just continuing to get better um, overall and you know we've been able to see these different matchups so how can we be better than we were last time against them 
Again, we're joined over the phone by Newman head women's basketball coach Amy Briggs. Coach, as you look at the season in totality now, you know, like we mentioned, with just two weeks left of the year, where are you maybe the most proud of this group's growth? Because they have taken some big, big strides over the course of this season. But in your eyes, where has that growth come the most, and what are you most proud of with it? Well, I'm proud of just kind of how we've been able to battle and we've, you know, faced some different challenges, whether that's, you know, in-game. And we've really grown maturity-wise of not letting other factors affect us in the game and really keeping our heads, keeping our composure, uh, continuing to just buy in and execute every game to what what we wanted to do. And um, I think that's been really great to see. And a lot of coaches always tell me, gosh, you guys play really hard. So um, I think that's really good. You know, if you have that playing hard and that buy-in, you know, down the road, other things are going to take care of itself. So um, those are kind of some of the few things that I've been really pleased and happy about. And just their overall growth individually, you know, players um, have had different moments throughout the year where, you know, they continue to grow in the area, you know, we tried to push them to. And we say we call people up to their potential and um, we've gotten some good production, you know, throughout the games this year of different people stepping up and now it's just continuing to get them to do that, you know, on a, on a nightly basis. Now for you as well, you know, this being your first season as head coach, I'm sure there's been some growth for you as well. What have you maybe been going through as a coach, adjusting, learning on the fly in your first year as head coach that, that maybe you're most proud of in yourself or, or that you've noticed that you've learned or, or grown with over the course of this first year? Yeah, obviously I've had to adjust through um, different X's and O's throughout the year just with our personnel and just really understanding our players because I met them all in August. Um, you know, and we started late August and so – I had to really uh, learn them on a basketball standpoint to kind of see where they needed to go. And then someone would go out and we'd have to kind of adjust for there. So I think um, I definitely had had to learn how to adjust, but I think I've handled that um, pretty well too, kind of the blows that we've had and continuing to keep them fighting and playing hard. And then, um, yeah, just getting, you know, familiar with every team in the conference and how they play. And so, um, going into the second game that we play them, just trying to make some adjustments and doing my best to try to make us, you know, better in that second time around and, and seeing how well that we could be able to do that and uh, just continue to adjust, you know, throughout the year with different things. I'm curious as well, the the help that you've gotten this year from assistant coach Michaela Mack as well as grad assistant Daphne Williams, how much have they helped you along the way as well? Because you're all new to the staff this year, but Coach Mack, she's a Newman alum. She's been here. She's kind of known how things work in Newman University's athletics department and alongside the you know the transition into the MIAA. Like, how has she helped and how has Coach Williams helped with the growth of this team as well? over the course of the year? Yeah, I mean, they've, they've done a great job of just continuing to, to buy into the terms and the style of play and, and just the kind of X's and O's that we want to continue to instill in, in the defense. So, you know, they do a great job with the players talking to them when they, when they come out of the, the game and 
and player development during practices and just continuing to to help me and um you know you need people that can build you up as well so they've been great for me even when we've had losses you know I could I could lean on them for for support and guidance so overall they've just been they've been great and um you know I'm really happy that we all kind of came together we we get along really well so that makes things fun um you want to be around good people and people that you know can make you smile and can make you better and make you positive and um, they both do that really well for, for me and for our team as well. Awesome. Well, Coach, as we start to wrap up this one today, I, I have to ask you because postseason basketball across the state of Kansas is beginning this week with the sub-state brackets for, for lower classifications and everything. So it's gotten my mind into you know a- asking about postseason stuff. And may- maybe if you could share your, your favorite memory from your time as a high school basketball player in the state of Kansas and your, your experiences through the postseason in that as well. Yeah, um, I I went to Lansing High School, and we had some good teams over the year, but my junior year was probably our, my best season there with our in terms of our team-wise. We had some really good seniors, and then my class was really good, and then our sophomore class was really good. So we were pretty loaded that year. Um, we did make it to the state tournament. Uh, we lost our first game there, but we made it. Um, it was the first time in a long time, and um, so that was just a lot of fun, you know, being able to have that experience and just your school and all that support um, and everything like that. So my junior year when we went to state, um, that was definitely, you know, my, my favorite uh, a year. Awesome. Well, Coach, we've got a, a state basketball tournament right in our very own backyard with 6A here in Wichita this year and others not far down the road in, in Hutchinson and Salina and others. So will you be maybe taking a chance to, to get around the state and watch some high school basketball at those state tournaments here in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, I'll definitely um, be out, especially they're, they're the ones that are really close and just continuing to um, get out there and maybe meet people, but also continuing to kind of build for our future and see, you know, if we're able to get some more Kansas kids on the roster in the future. And it's always fun. I enjoy watching tournament time, state basketball. Um, you know, you're never really cheering for a team, but you get really into it at the same time. So it's always just a fun atmosphere to just see all the, you know, fans come together to support their teams. Yeah, that's one of my favorite times of year, the state tournaments and the packed gyms. It seems like sometimes the entire town of those smaller classes will make trips to the gyms and pack it, and it's so much fun. But I had to get your thoughts on all that. But as as we send you on your way, Coach, last question as always. Keys to the win tonight as you take on Northeastern State in a big road contest in the MIAA. Um, Big thing offensively is going to be to execute um, what we do and continue to make sure we get a great shot every possession. If we can get the shot that we want, um, we feel really good about that. And then defensively, um, you know, they have a lot of different people that are capable of scoring. So we need to lock in um, individually on our, our matchups and, you know, be really locked in to be able to shut those players down and um, continue to not let one player go off and, and keep them all at a at a good place so that you know they're not able to um, score a b- bunch of points on us. So we feel pretty good about some of our matchups, and um, having Jaden back this game will be really good matchup wise. 
for us to kind of help with some of the players that, that they have as well. All right. Well, Coach, thank you so much for the time as always. Best of luck tonight down in Tahlequah and over the weekend as well in Claremore at Rogers State. Look forward to seeing you back in Fugate next week for the final home game of the season. But again, thank you so much for the time today. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Amy Briggs, head coach of your Newman Jets women's basketball team here on the JetCast. We'll take a quick break and be back with more right after this here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Dondlinger Construction is currently hiring qualified CDLA truck drivers, heavy equipment operators, and heavy civil concrete carpenters for projects in and around the Wichita metro area. Dondlinger Construction is employee-owned and offers competitive weekly pay and benefits. Quick start your new career and apply online at dondlinger.biz. That's D-O-N-D-L-I-N-G-E-R dot B-I-Z. Dondlinger Construction is an EEO-compliant employer. Veterans, women, and minorities encouraged to apply. Welcome back here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Jackson Schneider joined now over the phone by Jets head baseball coach Drew Mouse. Coach, how are we doing this afternoon? Uh, it's a little windy, but uh, I think we'll I think we'll manage. You know, can't complain with sixty five degree weather and sunshine <laughs> during during February here in Kansas. So definitely not. I mean, that's it's the complete polar opposite of your home opener, right, against St. Paul, where it was, what, 15, 20 degrees with the, the wind chill down, and you guys powered through that, uh, but the weather got better over the weekend. How how have the guys enjoyed the nicer weather? I know you guys were cooped up inside for a long time. Do you see them enjoying it a little more, actually getting outside? Yeah, I think, um, and, and yes, I mean, especially with, how we practice differently, you know, with what we have at the field to use for practice compared to having to ship some stuff here and there um, to make sure that we have just the the bare essentials for practice. I think it's allowed us to to get some better practices in um, at home at, at McCarthy than it has being inside and, and trying to just do what we can more than anything. I'm sure that that has certainly helped the guys get a little bit more comfortable, try to get into a rhythm as things kick up here later on this week with the conference home opener against Rogers State beginning on Friday. And uh, I'm sure it also helps to to get them a little bit more confidence, getting a big midweek win on the road at Southwestern. Take me through that one because it, it took a gritty approach in 10 innings to come away with the win in that one. But the guys were resilient and got three runs in that 10th inning to help secure the win. Yeah, we had we played some um, some some guys that haven't gotten a, a lot of opportunities. Um, you know, we had the wind blowing in at at 18 miles an hour, um, so that kind of kind of put a little damper on us offensively. Um, but we got a, we got a pretty good pretty good outing out of uh, Garrett Cauldron for for three innings, three and a third, three and two thirds, something like that. And then um, you know Bryson Shonifer, he did fantastic for five plus innings. Um, you know, just throwing strikes and, and commanding the strike zone more than anything. Uh, and then Lance Elson came in and, and got us a zero in the in the bottom half of the tenth. So, um, you know, just just finding a way to win, it, no matter what it looks like right now, was was a big plus for us. It was good to see um, some guys who haven't really gotten a chance to throw um, throw up throw up some zeros. It was good chance for some guys who haven't gotten a ton of bats this year to actually get in the box and. And compete a little bit um, and and come out with a W. So, 
Well, pitching-wise, that's that's been a bit of an adventure early on in the year, giving up some big numbers. And I know that's the thing that, that can adjust and change over the course of time. But, you know, observing those pitchers, Coach, what's maybe been the biggest area you've needed them to improve? Has it been, you know, hitting the strike zone, or is it, it something different than that? Um, it, it's 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 competing in the zone. Um, you know, I, I – it, it's been a rough two weeks. Um, you know, if you if you look at our stats, it, they do not look good from the pitching side. Um, and if if you go and look at the 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 actual schedules, uh, the schedule of our games, you know, there's it looks like we're just getting our our butts kicked every every game. And you know, we blow a, a four run lead um, at Southeastern. We blow a three run lead at Southeastern. Um, we you know we we give up four runs against Southern Nazarene um, after coming back to, to tie the game, and then just can't keep come, just keep can't make up the difference later in the game. Um, you know, we blow a three or four run lead against uh, Northwestern Oklahoma, um, and it's and it's it's a kind of a combination of um, trying to give a bunch of guys a chance to do some stuff. Um, you know, we've had injuries in the bullpen. Uh, and and that's allow or you know forced us to throw more guys than than um, than what we wanted to do at at certain times and um, trying to figure out that combination has has been a struggle you know and and I, I got to give our hitters credit I mean they've just continued to battle um, through those games and and put up pretty I mean other than uh, southeastern um, Oklahoma and the first game against uh, St. Paul, I mean, we've, we've, we've done a really good job offensively and, you know, it's, it's making sure that they know that the, the pitching will, will get better. Um, you know, it has to, and that as long as they just keep doing their job of making sure that, um, you know, they're having good at bats and, and trying to score runs, like we're, we're going to be fine. And hopefully we get, we get these arms that have been out for the past couple of weeks, um, back hopefully this weekend and and kind of build off of that moving forward. Well, you get a big opportunity again to get back at it with Rogers State coming to town this weekend to again open up the conference slate and those opportunities. You know, early on in the year, those mean a lot. But with it being the the conference opener, it's kind of a a new fresh start. Does that help kind of give the guys a little bit more freedom, maybe a little less pressure off their backs? You know, noting they they can just start again. Nothing you know that they've started with the, these this tough result to begin that doesn't matter anymore, and everything begins anew on Friday. Has that helped to kind of refresh the mindset and go into this with a a new renewed sense of confidence and and you know optimism? heading in yeah I, I definitely I think that um, understanding that you know our 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 actual season um, to what's going to allow us to get to the postseason starts to uh, this weekend against Roger State um, you know that that renews um, a little bit of energy and and um, um, gusto to our guys you know I think that knowing that we're getting some of these arms back is going to help a lot um, you know, playing at home to start conference, I think is going to, is going to help a lot, you know, and, and the one thing that I like about playing Roger state is, is they are um, very well-rounded baseball team. You know, they, they don't strike out a lot. They, they take walks. Um, they play really good defense. They'll hit and run. They'll bunt, they'll steal. 
Um, they have good arms. And so, uh, you know, I think playing them at the beginning of conference is a good barometer of, of where we'll be um, and where we, what we need to do in order to improve. You know, if, if there's a certain aspect that we fail at um, this weekend, you know, they'll, they'll be able to give us <laughs> everything that we want in, in the entire um, series of, of how baseball should be played. And Chris does a really good job of making sure that they play the right way. And so we have a good idea after the weekend of what, what needs to get better um, or what we need to continue to, to maintain doing well in order to give us a chance moving forward in the conference. Again, we're joined by Jets head baseball coach Drew Mouse ahead of the conference home opening series against Rogers State. Coach, we're going to have the chance to visit with Jason Schneider a little bit later on in our show. I'm just curious your thoughts on him and, and what he's done this season and what he's meant to this group, having you know gotten off to the great start that he has with you know 13 hits already. He's hitting 325, doing a lot of things on the box score. But tell us what goes beyond the stats that he adds to this team. Uh, I mean, he, he's a, he's a good leader. He makes sure that, um, you know, if there's, he's making sure that the guys are getting stuff set up for practice. Um, you know, he's great in the classroom. Um, he plays hard from the first pitch, to the last pitch, um, you know, in the, on defensively, he has the ability to play both second base shortstop and third base. So there's versatility with that. Um, you know, last year he hit in the four hole behind Jenner. Um, this year he's been in the two hole. Uh, I, I think he's just an all around good hitter and, and kind of just fits into the lineup wherever you would need him. And um, hopefully getting guys that to understand that he just does his job. And if we can get more, more out of that, both, both on the pitching side and, and the hitting side um, that, you know, we don't need, uh, trust me, I would love to have nine Jenners in the lineup and nine, <laughs> Um, Garrett Vandeventers and, and, and Asher Finks and Andrew Freeze, um in the bullpen and everything. But, um, you know, for us, for us to have success in the program, we just need guys that can, that can do their job. And Jace has, has been a good reflection of what, what is needed from an individual for our team to be good. Now, looking at the Rogers State series itself, what have you seen in scouting of the Hillcats and what they do well, ways they'll challenge your group this weekend? What are the big things we got to be on the lookout for? They don't they don't strike out, um, and and they walk. Um, I mean, they're they're they have more walks than they do strikeouts as a team. Um, you know, they're going to put the ball in play. They're going to take the extra base. They'll bunt. Um, you know, they they'll generate runs however it's needed um so i mean i know that we've probably beaten this this horse dead 14 times already but um, our pitchers need to come out and they need to throw strikes you know they need to command the zone um we've got to compete and offensively we've just got to make sure that we're having good at bats the entire time you know i think i think we've done that for the most part the entire year it's can we get a complete a complete series this weekend where Pitching is doing their job, defense is doing their job, and offense is doing their job. And if we do that, we'll 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 end up having success in the series with with at least a win, if not winning the series. And and that's and the MIAA winning the series is the most important thing. Um, sweeping would be great, but as long as we can win a series um, when we're at home, that's that's all we're asking for. Now, is the the familiarity with McCarthy Field obviously is going to be a, a 
piece in your advantage, but how, how have the guys maybe adjusted to, to the field, you know, now having a series under their belt at home and, and getting back and comfortable at the home field for the Jets? I mean, does does that help you heading into this weekend, having a few games at home already to get used to maybe the, the quirks of the venue? Um, short answer. I'll let you know on Monday. Um, <laughs> long answer. No, it, it, I think, I think just being able to be able to sleep in their own beds, um, and, you know, make sure we get a good lift in, make sure we can see the trainer, um, you know, take time to where not everything is condensed in a practice schedule to where when we travel on the road or when we're about to travel on the road, you know, we got to get everything done in an hour. Um, you know, we can take time to come out and hit early if they wanted to, um, and then have practice and then stay and hit late if they want to, or, um, you know, take a little extra time to work on, um, some, some pitching stuff and some catching stuff with our catchers, just allowing them to have more time to get better as opposed to trying to condense anything, I think has been the biggest thing from, from being at home. And even in our midweek, um, only driving 45 minutes to Winfield and, you know, allowing guys to, to continue to work um, since last, what, what's it been, last Wednesday, I, I think has been big. And if we can continue to just get better, um, you know, success will be there, and, I, and I'm not worried for the season. All right. Well, Coach, thank you so much for the time, as always. Best of luck this weekend. We'll be rooting for you, and we'll bother you again soon next week as conference play continues to heat up. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Drew Mouse, head coach of your Newman Jets baseball team. Again, a home opener series in the MIAA with Rogers State beginning Friday afternoon at 2 o'clock from McCarthy Field. We'll take a quick break here on the JetCast and be back with more in just a bit here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Let's face it, it's been a while since you updated your kitchen and bathroom. And while they fit your style when your house was built, styles change. Or maybe the space just isn't fitting your current needs. That's where Keystone Solid Surfaces comes in. Keystone is the premier fabricator and installer of quartz, granite, and solid surfaces in Kansas. And with their huge brand new showroom at 1655 North Wabash in Wichita, providing the perfect inspiration, the possibilities are truly endless. That's why when it's time for an upgrade, the key is Keystone. KeystoneSolidSurfaces.com or find great specials on Facebook. Welcome back to the JetCast here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Jackson Schneider, pleased to be joined over the phone now by Newman senior infielder Jason Schneider. And I promise, at least I don't think, Jason, I don't think we're related. It's close. (laughs) Spelling's exactly the same. And I I just got two more letters in my first name. But I promise we're not related in any way. If we were, it'd be great because you're tearing it up right now for the Jets on the baseball diamond. Tell me, first of all, what the start of the year's been like for you and, and what your approach has been like, especially at the plate, since you've gotten off to such a great start. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, every year we train all fall and, and put in the work over the summer and the breaks to, to get ready for the season. And it's it's always great when, you know, you start off strong as an individual. And, and of course, as a team, you want to have, you know, the right things kind of happening that shows signs that you know everything's going to come together when it really matters which is for conference and you know every day it's it's pretty much the same approach for me you know it's do the little things right work hard set the example for the younger guys be a leader in the dugout and on the field make sure everyone is taking care of stuff off the field so there's there's only baseball to worry about and you know especially for hitting it's it's one of those things that can be so challenging because you can do everything right and fail 
and it's really a no quit mentality. So every day you step in the box, it's a new AB every single time with a new pitch and you just have to keep yourself level. And that's the approach I've been taking. And so far it's worked out pretty good. Yeah, I would say so. You guys have been playing better, I would say, of late, but you've certainly helped with that, with the way things have started for you at the plate so far this season. I mean, what, 15 hits so far, hitting 330-something and taking care of your job. But I I wanted to talk to you about how your approach may have changed over the last couple of years because this is now your second year with the Jets. And after putting together a great year last year, earning MIAA third team and and playing some really good ball, that comes after a stint in the junior college ranks as well. So how did maybe you as a baseball player adapt and learn and adjust through junior college and then your first year here at at Newman and especially as well uh, to the start of this year? How has that all kind of changed over the course of time? Yeah, it's truly been a journey. You, know, you hear that a lot from guys that have, have finished playing and um, looking back at it now, it, it really has been, you know, it's it's really remarkable to think back when I was a freshman and, and how I not only approached just hitting, but, you know, practice and, and baseball in general. It's it's almost a full 360 of, of what you learn throughout the process and, and what it takes to be successful, especially as you move up through the levels. You know, I'd say going in as a freshman, of course, naive and, and having success, you know, coming out of high school, it was, you know, there really wasn't much thought behind it. And you play more kind of naturally, but you realize that your skills are no longer enough to to really outshine everybody else around you. So you really have to kind of take a look and, and realize what everyone else is doing that's better than you. And you start learning little things here and there and, and start you know, figuring out your own approach. Everyone swings different. Everyone's style of plays different. And a big part of junior college for me was really developing, you know, who I was as a baseball player and as a hitter. And it definitely didn't fall into one of the, the classic stereotypes. You know, I always loved to to steal bases and, and run and hit doubles and triples. But, you know, it's, of course, fun to hit home runs as well. So it's you got to have different roles with each team, too. It's you play a different role every day. It's it's always something that you're adjusting for. And I'd say the biggest difference from, you know, junior college to, to coming to Newman is the pitching is a lot more consistent. You have to realize these guys are going to throw a lot more off speed and you have to take everything you learn, you know, from the past few seasons and especially going into this year that you're going to have opportunities that you can take advantage of if you, stay level in your mind and really look for the pitch that you want and, and hit it to the right right side of the field. That's to me, the biggest focus because it's really easy to pull off. And the biggest thing is staying through the baseball at this level and making sure that you're consistent. Now I have to ask, do you have a baseball mentor, someone like a coach or, or someone that you've maybe learned from over your baseball journey that's kind of taught you some of these approaches or, or lessons? Is there someone that you've maybe followed through your life that that's helped lead you with your skills baseball wise? Yeah, absolutely. Of course. And, and there's, and there's many, that's the thing. It's um, about each place I went to, there's been a new person to learn from. And that's the best part about it is, I've been fortunate enough to have everyone kind of have open arms and, and take me under the wing. I'd say one of the biggest ones throughout, you know, my college career and, and still takes me in this day, this day is one of my old coaches named Dom. And he never 
was directly my coach on a team, but was always so invested in, in wanting me to succeed and helping me get opportunities in college and, you know, would work on with me one-on-one. And he's really the source of a lot of the mental side of the game that someone I can always go talk to and kind of just get stuff off my chest if I need to. And he'll respond, you know, as the wise coach always does with great information and really simplify everything and make sure that, you know, my priorities are straight and confidence is key and and making sure that I'm ready to perform at the highest level I can. Again, we're joined over the phone now by Jason Schneider, Jets senior infielder here as uh, we, we get to know him just a little bit better. Now, Jason, uh, you're from Austin, Texas, originally. Does that make you a Rangers fan, or are you an Astros guy? Where do you sit Major League Baseball-wise? <laughs> I'm actually a Rays fan. My, really? my mom's from Tampa. I, I went to more Rays games growing up than I did Rangers or Astros games, um, which wasn't many. But um, if I had to choose out of the Texas team, I'm a Rangers fan. Uh, you know, Houston has kind of a – little etch on its name right now so um, definitely was happy the Rangers won it last year but my team is the Rays I like it I like it as a, a Royals fan myself I, I kind of feel like the Royals and the Rays can be similar as like the the Absolutely. plucky underdog at times so I, I think we have some mm-hmm. common ground there now baseball player wise do you have a favorite player or, or one that you've maybe tried to emulate in your time as, as you continue to grow as a player yeah, I mean, growing up, my favorite player was Evan Longoria, the third baseman for the Rays. And, you know, he was just a big-time moment player. He was always great in the clutch, very good defender, and, you know, was able to hit the ball all over the field and had a great personality. It was, it was really fun to watch. And, you know, he was still, he's still playing last year in the World Series for the Diamondbacks, so it was really great to see, you know, his journey as well. Um, but overall, I'd say there's a new guy – every year that you can go watch, you know, last year Acuna is just effortless swing and, and produce that much power is something that, you know, obviously puts us all in awe. So there's definitely guys I still look at and, and look up to and, and try to watch YouTube videos and breakdowns to see, see if I can steal something from them to help myself. Awesome. Well, Jason, as we look at this upcoming series with Rogers State, it's the the MIAA home opener, so it's a little bit more important. And you talked to me earlier about, you know, the guys in the dugout kind of understanding that nothing before this matters. The start to the year doesn't matter. Everything can start new with this series. Has that been a mindset that that you and the team have, have taken into consideration in the last couple of days and kind of after the midweek win at Southwestern, just kind of trying to start fresh and, and begin conference play on the right foot? Absolutely. That's that's the exact mindset we have going into it. At the end of the day, overall record is, is something that you want to look good, but the real the real wins matter in conference, and that's what gets you to the conference tournament. That's our goal every year. Um, and, and to move on past that, last year we were, we were able to break through for the first time here at Newman and make the conference tournament and, you know, we played really well and had a chance to make a run at the finals, but unfortunately fell short and that eats at me all the time. And that's why this year that's, you know, our goal is to go above and beyond. And that hasn't been the hottest start for us, but we're, we're coming together now. And I think this is the right time and the right team to show that, you know, we can really play together well and that, you know, this series is, is going to be the most important game so far and it's going to set the tone for the rest of the year. Awesome. Well, if you could give me 
maybe the biggest keys to the win. I know we talk about, you know, with our other coaches, keys to the win, and usually we're talking about one game. But with you guys, it's a series. If you're going to co- go into this one and take the series from Rogers State, what are the biggest things you and your teammates have to focus on? They're a good baseball team. They play really clean baseball, but they do not have the power at the plate, and they, they're just going to be very traditional. So what we have to do is kind of match them and execute. It's all about execution, throwing strikes, making plays, playing good defense, and, and going up to the plate with, with an idea not trying to do too much. It's, we have the ability to win every single game against them if, if we play like we can and, and trust ourselves at the plate and on the mound and, and really work together as a team. As long as we stay together, throw strikes, get outs, and then go up to the plate and have some fun, I think we'll do just fine. Awesome. Great interview. Thank you so much, Jason. Really appreciate the time. Best of luck this weekend. Thank you for having me. Jason Schneider, Jets senior infielder, heading into a weekend series against the Rogers State Hillcats. We'll take a quick break here on the JetCast and be back to wrap up the show right after this here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Hey boss, the backhoe was stolen from the Valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah, what am I going to do? I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit eckagency.com. Final segment of our JetCast here today, episode 113 in our fifth year of bringing you in-depth interviews with Jets coaches, student athletes, and administrators. Happy to say that uh, we are off and running for the spring sports portion of our calendar. It's going to get busy, busy, busy with baseball, softball coverage. Obviously, tennis is off and running as well. Bowling continues to keep doing their thing as well here. And and as the uh, basketball season begins to wind down, we are still amping out the content with the JetCast here every single week. Big thank you, as always, to head coach Amy Briggs of our women's basketball program. Also, head coach of the baseball team, Drew Mouse, and obviously as well, uh, Jet baseball player Jason Schneider, who not only is a great baseball player, he's got a heck of a last name as well, although I promise he and I we are not related, at least not that I've figured out. But uh, thanks to him as well for taking the time to speak with us today as uh, we look forward to, again, another great busy weekend in Wichita for Jets Athletics. Baseball team again back in action beginning Friday afternoon. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday hosting Rogers State. The softball team again in action all weekend long at the Washburn Tournament and then basketball off their matchups in Tahlequah tonight Uh Against Northeastern State, they'll head down to Claremore, Oklahoma, Saturday afternoon to take on Rogers State as well. But be on the lookout for our next show, episode 114, coming at you next week. Jackson Schneider here signing off, saying thanks for listening as always, and go Jets. Life. It throws you curves and it knocks you down. But what separates the good from the great is the getting back up. Newman University will always get back up. We are a university of doers, of innovators, of transformers. We inspire as we soar to new heights. We will not be beaten. We will not settle for anything less than the best. We are Newman University.